Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. What's up? What's up, guys? Happy Friday. We have an amazing guest host with us today, Mr. Jeff Fitzer. You want to turn your... uh, your camera and your microphone on. How are you doing, bud? Getting Jeff Fitzer live here with us. Where is Jeff? I see the back of the... There, there Good, man. Can, can you see me? Can I can see you. I can hear you. And I am on the road today. So I'm gonna, I've learned, because this is my second Zoom call now, that my internet connection is terrible and it will continue to freeze and I will only slow you down. So I'm going to introduce you turn it over to you and then make sure I shut my mic and camera off because it just, it was, it was, it was ugly in the last call. So guys, I hope you know who Jeff Fitzer is. He is one of the most influential uh, video and social media uh, mentors, trainers, people that in our, in our real estate space, like if you have not watched some of Jeff's videos, first of all, go follow him, go connect with him. But second of all, the fact that he comes from a place of abundance and heart and is just always, he lives by example. Jeff creates some of the coolest video content, dude, that I've ever seen. And I am grateful that you are here uh, to bring some knowledge to the group, man. So thank you for being here, Jeff. Thanks, brother. Thank you, man. It's good to be back. Uh, it's good to yeah. be back. And I recognize some of you on here. So so yeah, this is exciting. So I, I think uh, I, I saw your post yesterday. We're going to talk about some cadence today. Uh, so Jesse, if, if you're not going to interview me, I'll share my screen and I'll even kind of walk through a presentation. Yeah. Zip yeah I, I, I would, we have I 30 minutes, to, right? Yeah. I wanted to interview you, but it's going to frustrate people because they will freeze and break up. And I'd rather just turn it over to you and you, you, let, a, you let a rip, Jeff. All right, cool. Well, then uh, give me just one second. Yeah, Let me and, and, uh, fire and while, something while he, up here he's, and we shall While jam. he's setting that up, guys, by the way, if you don't know Business Video School, right, which is what one, one of Jeff's projects, it is if you're looking for ways and as you listen to what Jeff's doing, he just keeps bringing us little pieces of stuff that the students in Business Video School learn. He has an incredible platform that he's put together to help train people and stuff. So, uh, I mean, there is so much content that Jeff has. Um, I'm sure that you, you'll mention that, but if, later, if you guys want to learn more about that, Jeff will tell you where to find out more. He's got a couple of different Facebook groups that they're always bringing more content. Jeff's got so much stuff to teach us. I am, uh, I'm grateful you're here, man. Thanks, man. Thank you. All right. Let me, uh, I'm going to pull this up. I'm just going to run it like this. Can you guys see my uh, presentation? Absolutely. All right, cool. So this is like a 45 to hour minute presentation. So I'm going to zip through a lot of stuff. I'm going to assume uh, that most of you uh, have a decent idea of who I am, so I won't, I'll, I'll spare you on the on the introduction on on what really social media has done for me, because I think a lot of you already know this. Um, and so, the, what I do on this presentation when I usually walk through this, this is actually a two part presentation, and I think Zach has said he's going to have me come back on a monthly rotation. So uh, we will just do a continuation here, and we'll. We'll time video at some point as well. But today, I really want to talk about the general uh, cadence. Uh, and by cadence, I mean, you know, consistency of, of what I suggest uh, professionals do when it comes to social media, what I do. And I will say it's not a scientific uh, number. There's not a, there's nothing scientific about this. I have conversations. Let's just, I'll use Dan as an example. The time was on this call and he's always asking me questions and there's never an answer to say well if you do it this way you will get this result 
the, at the end of the day, what you have to understand with the social media platforms is simply that uh, they're all driven by algorithms. They're driven by computers. There's no human sitting on the other side uh, bumping you up. It's all about you know consistency. It's all about engagement. And so with that in mind, that's the way you have to think about your social media. You have to think about what it is. And social media, to me, is a digital billboard with infinite possibilities. So in other words, when you think about a billboard, you think about uh, you know, advertising on a grocery cart or you know, a, a bus stop bench, if we're going to go way back, it, you, know, you can only touch the people that pass by or the people that touch it or the people that go there, right? Or you think about advertising in a magazine or a newspaper or anything like that, whereas social media is uh, damn near infinite. I mean, you can touch so many people, especially when you get into to uh, running ads. And so that's why I love it so much. And so at the end of the, the name of the game is, is basically trying to stay in the algorithm's favor. And by doing so, you're going to show up more often. In other words, when they open up so, uh, social media, let's use Facebook and Instagram, you know, you want your little picture to be at the top of the screen in their stories. Whether or not they click on it or not, it doesn't really matter because it's just that constant reminder. It's like email marketing is another one. Uh, and then when they start to scroll their feed, if you're getting the engagement and you're playing the game correctly, the algorithm is going to have you consistently on your audience's feed. And again, that's the name of the game. So understanding how to do that is the key here. So I'm going to skip down here. Uh, rather than rather than tell you all about me, these are a lot of the things that I'm involved with now. I even talk about what it's done for our mortgage business. So for those of you who don't know, I'm actually in the mortgage business. I don't usually, I don't hardly ever talk about mortgages. I don't have to anymore. Uh, I figured out how to attract. I figure out how to get my phone to ring. And uh, what it's done for our business has just been astronomical. As you can see here, we had our best year ever in 2019 doing 800 units for 135 million to where we're trending this year to doing Actually, that stat even needs to be updated. Probably 2,500 units for over half a uh, half a billion dollars in volume. So it's 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 going crazy, and I can literally uh, I can I can uh, say that it has everything to do with uh, I can attribute it back to video and social media, 100 percent. And my partners would agree. Uh, you can only be so good at doing a mortgage, and uh, but what you, what you can be good at is is attracting more people to the brand. And so, you know, my suggestion to anyone who's, who's going to take social media serious is to dominate at least two of the platforms. And the reason why I say two is for obvious reason. Uh, and that reason is because uh, everybody here, everybody I ever speak to, I've never had anybody say I'm not on Facebook. And if they're not on Facebook, it's because they left Facebook. They've, everybody's been on Facebook. And even if you left for reasons, you know, drama and politics and all that crap, I'd say get back on. Get back on and use the platform to your advantage. Um, it's up to you to control what's in your feed. And so if, if that's what your feed was filled with, you have no, nowhere to look but in the mirror and say, well, that's the stuff I was engaging with because remember, the algorithms are driving what you're seeing and what your audience is seeing. So understand that. And because Facebook owns Instagram, uh, ultimately, you can essentially get two for the price of one. So not everybody has a strong Instagram presence. Not everybody's on Instagram. And you should be because Instagram is, in my opinion the most relevant social media platform for the next five years. And so it is the place to be. It's a place to build a presence. It's the place to grow followers. It's the place to be present. And then every time you're posting on Instagram, whether it's your stories, your feed, you could, 
you can connect it to your Facebook account and all, all you have to do is push a little button and everything you post to Instagram is being posted to Facebook and you're getting two for the price of one. It's, it's, it's much more efficient. So try to focus on dominating those two platforms. You all know the other platforms. You know, Obviously, YouTube is, is a beast in and of itself. YouTube is extremely powerful for those that are using longer form video. Uh, I highly recommend it. LinkedIn's a lot more professional. I, I'm there. Uh, and then, of course, TikTok is probably my favorite app. I use that for a lot of content creation. Anybody who follows me, you know that already because I post a lot of TikToks, but I just use it as a content creator. And that's a, another conversation for another day, but uh, TikTok's a great place to be. Uh, you know, the goal, obviously, for me, and, and, I, and this is what I recommend to you, is to focus on, on these three things. Uh, one, uh, omnipresence. I already talked about this. I talked about the infinite possibilities. I talked about how if you play the game correctly and consistently, you can become omnipresent so that every time somebody opens up their app, you show up, you're on their feed. Whether or not they're engaging, whether or not they're stopping, whether or not they're commenting, whether or not they're liking, it doesn't matter. Uh, the, the name of the game is they remember you and that's what you want. Uh, you can also build quite the authority status and that is, is obviously through the content that you're putting out. And I'm not talking just about real estate here. Uh, in fact, if you're just posting real estate content, you're likely to not win the algorithm game because you're not going to get engagement, which means the algorithms are not going to favor you. So when I say become the authority, obviously you do need to sprinkle in your business content, but you also want to be the authority on the things that make you who you are. Uh, so what are your hobbies? What do you enjoy doing? What are you already doing on a daily basis? Those are the things I'm talking about. And that can literally be, you know, hey, Jeff, I'm really boring and I just watch Netflix all the time. Perfect. Then you should be creating content about the shows you're watching. You should be doing reviews. You should be talking about these shows because there's a lot of people out there that can relate to that. Uh, if you're like me and you're into fitness, create content around your diet and your fitness. If you're into gardening, create content around gardening. You can become the authority on anything. And although you may not have millions of followers that engage because you grow tomatoes, you're going to probably have 50 to 200 that are super enamored by that. And they're enthralled by that. And they're going to become raving fans of yours. And they're going to engage with your content because they have something that they can relate to because they're also into gardening or they want to be into gardening. And so when you take those different hobbies and you take those different things that you're doing on a daily basis and you incorporate that into your content, which also, by the way, makes it easier because you're already doing it. So the only thing I'm going to tell you to do is turn on your camera now. Just turn on your camera and share it. You already know about sharing your life and sharing your kids and your pets and your travels and things like that. But, but try to figure out, look, look at your life, look at what you're doing and find those pillars of content. Um, even if it is, I enjoy drinking beer, like you can create content around that. You could do reviews on beers. That's the kind of stuff that audiences eat up. Because remember, no one is opening up Facebook or Instagram or TikTok, probably not even LinkedIn to a degree, or YouTube, because they want to go there to see what the Monday market update is. There is not one human on the planet other than maybe your broker, maybe your spouse and your colleagues that care about that. And you don't really care about those people. That's not for business. You want to grab your audience. Somebody said this to me the other day that, that was, was really powerful. I interviewed somebody on one of our podcasts and he said, when you go to a dinner party or you go to a friend's house, you go to a party, right? Do you walk in there and start walking around the room and start talking about market stats? Do you go to that party and start talking about your latest listing and say, hey, you know, you should probably, let's talk about selling your house. Let's talk about buying a house. 
The answer is no. When you go to church, is that what you do? Do you go to church and you start talking about your business, right? So why in the hell would you do this on social media? It's the same concept. And this is where I, I, I love this because, and this is what I want to drive home to all of you, is that if you're doing that, now you can think about it in that, from that perspective and say, holy crap, he's right. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't walk into the grocery store and go, go walk up to a stranger and say, hi, I'm Jeff Fitzer and I do mortgages for a living. Let me talk to you about the latest update with Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Hell no, you wouldn't do that. They'd probably tell you to buzz off. But that's exactly what you're doing on social media. So stop and think about the content that you're putting out and become an authority on the things that actually interest people that will attract them to your, to your, uh, to your brand, to your page, to your profile, to you as a human being. Uh, and then lastly, of course, it's connecting. And that's another place where a lot of people make the mistake. You'll commit to creating content and you'll say, gosh, I hate social media. It's such a time suck. And you'll go there and you'll create the content. I applaud you for that. And then you vacate and you'll get five or 10 comments on a post and you're not giving them any love back. That's like the biggest mistake humanly possible. Uh, what you have to do on these platforms is connect with the people that want to connect with you. And so make sure you're having interaction. Make sure that when somebody shows you love, even if it's just the thumbs up, they, they took the time to give you a thumbs up and a comment, you should thank them. You should comment. You should ask a question. Because again, remember, at the end of the day, you're trying to show the algorithm that people want to consume your content. So you have to keep the game moving. And so build this into your day. Social media to me is no different than prospecting. It's no different than if I said, hey, you know what, this week I'm going to spend two hours door knocking and I'm going to go walk a subdivision. Social media is just digital door knocking. It's the exact same thing. And there's other strategies that you could actually implement uh, to, to reach out to people as well. You can follow certain hashtags on Instagram. You know, so for example, if you're in a particular community and you want to focus on uh, divorce, divorce couples as, as a potential client. Well, you can follow hashtags uh, that can that will that will show you a lot of those posts, and then you can start interacting with those people. And before you know it, you know you're going to start following people. They're going to start following you back. Um, you know, if you want to focus on weddings, for example, and focus on those those types of people where they are in their lives, you can focus on. You can track those hashtags, and you can follow people. Also, if you know, let's just say I'm going to use my industry as an example. Um, you can do this in yours as well. But as as a mortgage professional, for example, I can go target. You know, let's just say these. I have a target list of 20 realtors that I want to focus on. If I'm smart, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go stalk those people, the people that I feel like could be good referral partners, and I'm going to make it a habit of maybe every day, every other day, at least once a week, go stalk their, go stalk them. In other words, I'm going to go see what they posted, and I'm going to make sure that I give them love. I'm going to comment on their posts. Because here's the deal, guys. We all hate being cold called. You hate it when me, the lender, calls you to ask you for a cup of coffee. You're like, oh, shit, Jeff's calling again. I'm going to ignore this, right? We hate it when insurance people call us because it's, for the same, it's the same purpose. But you know what we always notice when we post something on social media and somebody comments on it? You just get that little warm and fuzzy. Somebody gave you love. And so if you have that target, you know, if you have you know, past clients, if you have a, a, a certain as a business owner in your town who's very influential, you just want to get in, want to get in their good graces. One way to do that without being, you know, too too in, in their face with too salesy 
is to just go show them love on social media. Uh, and that's just something that you build into your relationship. Because at the end of the day, you're trying to build these parasocial relationships. You're trying to build a one-sided relationship with these people where, where they extend emotional energy uh, by getting to know you by your consistency. And um, before you know it, you know they, they know who you are and you don't even know they exist. And that's when you know you're winning. That's when you go to the grocery store and you're the one walking around shopping and they come up to you and say, holy cow, I know you. That's, you're, you're Jesse. You're the guy I always see on social media. That's when you know you're winning. That's when you know that you're doing a great job. Gary Vee says it best, document, don't create. Uh, most of uh, the people that I coach and I talk to and, and, and that we that we interview always say similar things like, I, I struggle to come up with what to post, or uh, I, I, I don't think my audience really cares what I have to say. And that's why this is the, my favorite quote, because it's very simple. Just document your life. Just document what you're doing in your life and, and bring it to life and stop worrying about what people think because it, the, social media is non-invasive. So honestly, it doesn't even matter if your video goes viral or how many views you get. It doesn't really matter if one post completely flops. As long as you're remaining consistent, you're increasing the odds of showing up on their feed. So don't get so caught up in the perfect post and just focus on consistency. And I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, what my cadence is here uh, in a second. So when it comes to your feed, Facebook and Instagram, I'm going to focus on Facebook and Instagram because I think those are the platforms that most of you are most familiar with. Uh, LinkedIn is very similar. So you understand that. Of course, YouTube is its own beast and TikTok is TikTok. So that's why I'm focusing on Facebook and Instagram. Let's talk about your feed. So first of all, when it comes to your feed, uh, we talk about your personal page. It's, I don't talk about business pages much at all because they're relative graveyards. You should have them. It's like a website. You should keep them up to date, but you shouldn't spend a whole lot of time on it because you're not going to get any engagement there. So don't worry about it. You basically have a business page for two reasons. One, if somebody wants to go look you up and basically validate that you're credible, they're going to go to your business Facebook page. In a lot of cases, nowadays, that's pretty normal. And so having consistent content is important on there for that reason. Because if somebody goes to look you up because they're comparing you to two or three other agents, and the last post you have is from 2017, what does that say about you and your business? So that's the reason why you have that business page. Just don't get caught up in the vanity of it because it doesn't matter. And the other reason why you have a business Facebook page is so you can run ads because you can only run ads on Facebook. And so when you run those ads, now you can run them across to Instagram. Actually, I take that back. Instagram Reels now and now is allowing that. But Facebook, you, most of you are familiar with that. I still will do that every once in a while and I'll run ads. That's a great way to target people. It's a great way to target communities, geographical areas, that sort of thing. Uh, so that's the reason why. But when it comes to your personal page, you know, it should be personal, right? You might want to sprinkle in business every once in a while, share something back from your business page just to remind people what you do. But by and large, you should be sharing your family. Like I said, your kids, pets, travels, interests, hobbies, those kind of things. I mentioned the six Fs uh, because it's just a good uh, kind of reminder that when you're struggling to come up with content, it's just remember the six Fs. Family, food, fashion, fitness, fun, finance. There's, those are all things that we all have in our lives to a certain degree. Maybe some of us don't have fashion, us guys, to as to, you know, nearly as much as the women. And maybe not all of us are into fitness, but you all have a family. You all have parents. You all have probably siblings, cousins, aunts, uncles, nieces, nephews, even if you don't have your own kids, maybe grandkids. Uh, you all eat. I promise you that. You all do get dressed every day. 
uh, and you all have some level of fun in your life and you all make and spend money. So uh, those are easy things to share about. My recommendation when it comes to uh, when it comes to sharing on your feed is to be sharing roughly four to five times per week. Now, if you can do it daily, by all means do it. But I like to be realistic here and realize that that's probably not possible. Now, on your feed, you do not want to overshare. You can annoy your audience on your feed by oversharing. That's what your stories are for. And I'm going to tell you about that here in a second. But on your feed, I would recommend a maximum of one post per day. And, and I would try to keep it up to at least four to five per week. Now, this also varies based upon if you have groups, uh, if you have other places that you're sharing. For me, now that I've grown such a big brand, I don't even share much to my personal Facebook anymore because I don't have to. My brand is established. Uh, so I don't need to. And I'm getting tagged in things. And that's what's showing up on my feed now. So I really only share the very profound things. Uh, but for some of you that are just starting to build a brand, this is how you do that. This is how you build that cadence and that consistency and you build that brand so people are remembering you. And it's doing just this uh, because this is what they, they want to see. Instagram is the same thing. Again, remember, you can, you can just post Instagram and automatically share it back to Facebook. It, can, it doesn't go the other way. It only goes from Instagram to Facebook, but it's the same concept. The platforms are slightly different in the sense that hashtagging, for example, is very important on Instagram, but it's not, it's not even relevant on Facebook. So don't even worry about it. Uh, but both have relevance when it comes to the caption. I see so many people all the time get very lazy when it comes to captions. You have to tell a story. If you post a video or you post a picture or you share something from somebody else, you have to give it context. You have to give your audience a reason why. And, and I know what you're thinking because I used to think the same thing. Well, you know, human attention spans are less than a goldfish. So nobody's going to stop and read my two paragraph story that I just told. Here's the reality. You're right. Maybe only 10% will read that, but the 10% who do just grew a much tighter relationship with you because they now have context and can read it. So if anybody, for example, a great example for myself, I shared a Father's Day post the day after Father's Day intentionally. And I wrote, I wrote a pretty long caption and it was a pretty powerful statement. It got some powerful uh, responses. And I know exactly what that just did for me. I didn't do it for that reason. I did it because my dad deserved that. But I did it, uh, I, but I told a story. I gave it context and I let people into my life. Now people know, uh, if they didn't know this already, that my mom has Alzheimer's. And so I just let people into my life, you know, vulnerability. And it just attracted more people to me as a human being. And that's exactly what you want to do. Uh, so make sure, you're, make sure you're sharing your life with people. Uh, through through your feed. Uh, and then when it comes to your stories, this is a whole different beast. Remember what I said when you open up these apps, your stories are at the top. There's a reason why Facebook and Instagram have put your stories at the, at the top of the feed. Why? Because they want you to go there. They want you to use it. Pay attention to these sort of things on social media uh, apps. The things that they put at the top are the things that they put the most emphasis on, period. And so there's a reason why stories are at the top. And there's a reason why when you open it up, you see these little circles with faces on them. Those of you who are sharing your, to your stories every single day have a greater likelihood of showing up every single day on your audience's feed when they're opening up their stories. Now, remember, some people spend all their time in their stories. Some people spend all their time on their feed. That's why you should be posting to both. Because don't take it for granted that, well, I shared it to my feed, so there's no reason to also share it to my story or vice versa. 
right? Don't, don't think like that because I know I have friends. They only go to stories or they only go to the feed. Remember, this is non-invasive. If they already saw it somewhere else, they're just going to scroll past it. You're not really annoying them. If, they, if you're annoying them, they're just going to stop following you and they're not your audience anyway. So don't be afraid to, to be sharing both places. But remember this, your story is where you vomit your life. Your story is where you share what you ate for breakfast. Your story is sharing what this webinar that you're on. Your story is sharing what you're doing tonight on Friday night. That's what your story is. Your story is like your own little reality TV show. It's your own Kardashians. And that's why people go to it. People love stories because they love to be kind of sucked in to see what you're doing with your life. And I have a personal goal of sharing five to seven stories per day. I never really want to be more than 10 because I think there is such a thing as story fatigue. I think you can actually get to a point where somebody goes to your story and they see too many stories and then they just, they leave. But I think if you have just the right amount, personally, I like five to seven. I will tell you this, crawl before you walk. If you're not sharing a story a day, at least start there. Start sharing to your stories every single day. As you get used to it, it becomes easier to then get to two, to three, and so on. And it gets easier to kind of build that into your life to where you are now sharing every single day the things that are happening throughout your day. Just get used to documenting, like, I, like Gary Vee says. Just get used to, to turning your camera on more often to what the things you're doing in your life. Uh, and it's really, it's literally that simple. And if you want examples, go follow me. Go watch my story. I'm not saying that for the sake of gaining followers. I'm saying it because I practice what I preach. You will never see me on one day miss my goal. It just doesn't happen. Now, there might be a day where I don't have anything until 10 p.m., but I promise you, I'll be laying in bed putting my stories up. I try to spread it out throughout the day, but there are days I'm human. Uh, it does happen. So those are the two things. Those are really the two biggest cadence pieces that I wanted to touch on. Um, I don't think I have a whole hell of a lot of time to go into a lot of examples. We'll save that for future. The last thing I will touch on is your bio, especially on Instagram. So think of your bio like your SEO, search engine optimization. This is like Google, right? It's keywords. So when somebody, this is especially relevant on Instagram, when people see a post that they like, very common, what they do is they click on your profile and they go to your profile to see who you are, right? Especially if you, if they took the time to do that, now you need to impress them in your bio and you need to tell them who you are and you only have so many characters. So it's really important to let them know what you do. It's important to know where you live, what markets you serve. It's important to let them know what makes you different, right? So in my case, I'm using some examples of some accolades that I've won. I was a top, top video influencer in 2019. I'm a podcast host of the Lab Code Agents podcast. You know, some things like that. Now, maybe you don't have those sorts of things, so find them. Figure it out. Figure out what will be the most relevant to the most people that will make them want to click that little follow button. That's important. And then also make sure you have a link to a website where they can find more about you. So I use a Beacons page right now. I'm actually having my website rebuilt, uh, but make sure it's a place they can go. And anybody can do this. Beacons, Linktree, you guys have all heard of that stuff. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go check it out. You can get a free Beacons page. I think you can do the same on Linktree. I like Beacons better. It's sexier looking in my opinion. Uh, but basically it's a one-stop shop. So someone can go and then I have all of my social media linked there. You can have websites linked there. You can put videos there. You can do anything. And it's just a place for somebody to go stalk you, which is really what you want. Uh, you want people searching you. You want people looking you up. You want people uh, watching your videos. 
because all you're doing is creating that uh, that memorability or that, that that memory for them. I don't know if that's even a word. I just made that up. Um, with that said, Jesse, I think I'm going to wrap up. I've got a ton more slides, but I will be happy to uh, share them to later on. I will share a couple of my favorite quotes, and I'll probably you guys are going to hear me say this stuff a lot. Um, people give in to the person they see the most. That's the that's a fact. Uh, that is just a, a fact of us as humans. Uh, the more often I saw a billboard uh, on, a, on a highway in my city, I've been seeing it for years and years and years. And I just always thought this particular agent was the expert, was one of the best in my market. Come to find out once I got to know them, they're actually an asshat. Uh, but guess what? They made me believe that they were a great realtor because they had their face on a billboard all the time. That does work. Um, and then the other quote I love is the moment you become a somebody, the business starts to chase you. Just ask, oops, just ask Dan Edson about this. He's uh, he's doing some awesome things with a group in Kansas City, and he's starting to get to a point where uh, the influence he's he's feeling the influence. It takes time for the business to follow, but he's only been doing this for six months, and he can he can tell you that the influences matter. He's starting to get asked to do all kinds of cool things within his community. That's when you know you have arrived and you are arriving. Uh, that's very important. And lastly. Um, you know, stop overthinking this stuff. You know, my shitty poster video will outperform your absent one all day long. That's it, period. If you're questioning whether you should post it or not, the answer is yes. The answer is yes, every single time, because it beats nothing. Nothing gets you nothing. But even a crappy post might get a response. At least somebody's going to scroll past it and see your name. And that's what matters. Uh, so with that, Jesse, I will wrap up. And uh, that was so good. Questions and Jeff, as always, and, and I've been here the whole time. That, that is, you have so much content in thirty minutes. I can't imagine. I can't. You blow my mind every time I listen to you. I'm so happy you're here. Thanks, brother. Yeah. If you guys have questions, by the way, there's, there's a whole lot in this thirty minutes. Reach out to Jeff. You know where to find him. And th I'm glad you're going to be back here again because there's no way you can get through all of that in one time. Not a chance. No. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna. I'm gonna. I will We'll just keep it as a continuation. So yeah. uh, I'll go much deeper. We'll get much more granular as we move on. But yeah, it'll be fun. Awesome. Well, Jeff, happy Friday, everybody. Thank you for being here, guys. Go have a powerful day and do something consistent. I, Jeff, the, the way you break it down and get people into action, that's what I love, right? And the cadence, I, I think the cadence is a lot sure, more sure. doable these days than years ago. It was like, post 12 to 14 times a day, every day. Like, ah, this is like, all right, cool. Four to five times a week. I can handle that. Done. Let's do it. That's it. That's it. All right, guys. That's it. Enjoy your Friday. Thank you, Jeff. This is amazing. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.